I want to take this opportunity to congratulate Michelle Yeoh again on winning an Oscar. We didn't know if it was going to happen, and it did. So now I want to make this special episode of my podcast to talk about how we listen to people's accents. And when we say accent, often we mean a group of people, or we kind of lump them together. And today we're going to talk about something that is a little bit more personal. So it's not about how we speak or how they speak, but it's more about how. I speak, and how you speak, and how she speaks, and when we talk about a specific way an individual speaks, we're talking about their idiolect. Idiolect is just one person's particular accent, right? And it goes with how they've been speaking for years, where they've traveled to, who's in their life. All of their experiences roll into this. And so, with Michelle Yeoh, she has such a unique background that I thought we could take this moment in time to analyze how she speaks. And what she's actually doing with her jaw and her lips and her tongue and her vocal folds as well. We're going to talk about vowels. We're going to talk about voicing. We're going to talk about the amount of air that comes out. We're going to talk about connected speech. All of those things we would consider pronunciation or the very the very details of our accuracy in our speech, how we move our tongue, our lips, our jaws, all of those things. And there's a couple of things. That we also want to talk about that are not necessarily pronunciation, and we're going to put those into voice, right? And they're a little bit more intangible. But I want you to listen to two extra things. You know, when when somebody speaks, and you just know their voice, right? And there's something there that you can't quite describe. There's actually a bunch of things, but two of them I want you to notice about Michelle Yeoh is how she, if you have a video, even better, how she holds her jaw. And how we all hold our jaw is different, and I don't just mean our jaw. Our jaw, we can see. What I mean is what we call oral posture. Right? We can see the jaw, but we can't see so much the tongue muscles in another person. It's a little weird. We can't see their vocal folds. We can't see inside how much they're breathing, but we can see their mouth. So, if anything, you can see how somebody holds their mouth. If it's tight, if it's loose, if it's low, right? You might be able to see if somebody's tongue is more forward. If they keep their tongue back, right? How are their lips? Are they are they kind of constantly smiling? That might make their vowels a bit tense. So our oral posture is something that we can only see a bit of, but we can we can hear it, we can feel it, we can notice it. So notice Michelle's oral posture and how she holds her mouth versus how I hold my mouth when I'm speaking. So after years, that's going to give us a posture the same way we have a posture of when we walk, when we sit in a chair, all of all of those things we can notice about a person. The second thing, kind of in general, more intangible that I want you to notice, is what we call placement. And I don't mean the placement of her tongue or her jaw or her lips. What I mean is, does she speak with more of a head voice or with a chest voice? I use a chest voice most of the time. And I can tell that because I can tap on my chest and I can get an echo there. So I know that I use a chest voice most of the time. When I say chest voice. Versus head voice, I mean the resonance that you hear. Is it echoing in this smaller space or is it echoing in this bigger space? And it's not just head and chest voice, right? People can have other voices. It can be mixed. You can have a throat voice. You can have kind of a, a masky voice, a nasally voice. It depends on where that sound is bouncing around. So listen to Michelle Yeoh's resonance as well, or what we would call her placement. She has more of a head placement than I do. Often that comes from culture. It comes from gender norms. It just comes from 
being around the people we're around, right? We pick up all these mannerisms from other people because we like to fit in with the people we're around the most. We sound like the people we're around the most. So it makes sense how she might have a head voice with all of her traveling and all the people that she's worked with. Totally fine, just different, different than me. Both of these things are kind of big issues, right? Placement and also oral posture. So I'm gonna do a whole episode on each of those. But for now, just see if you can pick up on it. Just see if you can hear what I'm talking about, if that makes a little bit of sense to you. Mostly, though, today I want you to listen to how her pronunciation is. Because why? Because you can feel that, and you can do that, and you can practice that with me. So let's listen to Michelle Yeoh's idiolect. We're gonna go line by line and see what we can hear. And I wanna think about how I personally speak my idiolect and how she personally speaks. And let's see if you can hear the difference and if you can even produce the differences. So we're gonna start with the first line. Thank you. Thank you. For all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight. Think about a couple of different things, right? Our S's at the end of a word, for example, voice, that's unvoiced. If you put your hand on your throat, you can feel there's, there's no vibration. S, s, as in snake, boys and girls. Boys and girls. Little boys and girls. Little boys and girls. There might be a little bit of voicing on the boys, just a little bit. And for me, it's either on or off. It's either voiced or it's unvoiced, right? And it's hard to tell because the letter S at the end of a word, you might not know if it's supposed to be pronounced S like a snake, S, or Z like a zebra, Z. If you put your hand on your throat again, you should feel vibration like a mosquito buzzing around the room, buzzing around the room, like a Z sound, Z sound, even though it's written with letter S. So let's listen again. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. See if you can do both ways. Boys, boys, girls, girls. See if you can control how you vibrate those vocal folds or vocal cords. You can feel it with your hands. A couple of other things in here. Let's keep listening. Thank you. Thank you. For all the little boys and girls. Just before she says boys and girls, she says for, for. And the R there isn't as strong as I might make it. You know, Americans are pretty famous for our, for our, for our R's. <laughs> we Americans, we most of the time pronounce our R's especially at the end. So there's some other varieties of English or different accents in English where that might not be the case. And if we remember that Michelle Yeoh spent a lot of time with the British influence in her accent, then of course it makes sense, right? So see if you can do both for all and for, for all. The vowel can be different, right? I can say for or for, or I can say fur or f, right? We can listen to vowels, but also listen to the presence of the R. So don't mistake one for the other. Let's see. For all, for all, for all. For all, for all, for all. You can hear she's gliding those vowels, the the O uh and the ah. Uh. <laughs> for, for, for. She's got two slightly different vowel sounds and she's gliding between them. She's not linking an R. It would sound like this, rawl, rawl. And there's no rawl in there. I would, I would put that R in there and I would link it up, but Michelle Yeoh doesn't. So let's see what else we can notice here in her accent. This is a beacon of hope and possibilities. Notice this 
S and Z thing again. I would say this is, even though they're both written with letter S at the end, I would do the second one as a Z sound. And there's a reason for that. If I take the word this and I make it Z, that could be kind of confused with these, even though, even though it does follow the rule. We have a bunch of rules surrounding S's and Z's at the end, and one of those rules is if you have a final S, letter S, and the preceding sound is a vowel, it should be Z. So you think, oh, well, here's the word T-H-I-S. It should be this, right? Yeah, it doesn't follow the rule, only because that would be confusing with the plural of these. So I do it like this. This, like a snake, this is, this is, this is my house. This is my car. This is, again, try to turn off and on those vocal folds and get control over them. Let's listen again. This is this is this is she says this is this is this is let's listen to the whole sentence she's talking about hope and possibilities this is a beacon of hope and possibilities here i want to point out a couple of things the first one is that sz thing again the second one is how she does her vowels and how i do my vowels so it can be really really tricky when your brain sees the letter O, sometimes, depending on your first language, it's just going to think O, O. And it might just be one sound, even though for me, it's it's two. If I'm going to make that O sound, I'm going to make O. I'm not going to make O, usually. O, O, O. And that's the example in the first word, hope, hope. You can feel your jaw move, or I should say, if you feel your jaw move, that means you're doing a diphthong. You're actually doing two sounds, O, O, hope, hope. And it might be a little tighter or more relaxed. You can tell that hers is much more relaxed. Hope, 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 hope. I, I say hope and she says hope, hope. So you can tell that second part. She does move her jaw a little bit. Even if you can't see it, you can hear it. And she says more like uh, as in book, but even more relaxed. Hope, hope, rather than I say ooh as in boot in my second sound. Hope, hope. Hope, hope. So it's a little bit shorter in duration. And also you can tell her lips are a bit relaxed. And then the next one, the next word that has an O in it, letter O, it doesn't sound like O. It doesn't sound like that diphthong at all, whether short or long. Listen to that word again. Possibilities. How does she say it? I say pa, pa, possibilities. She says possibilities, possibilities, possibilities. She has a, a, pa, pa. Paw, paw, subit, paw, paw. Again, shorter in duration. And her tongue, I feel like, is a, not quite as back as mine is. Paw, possibilities. Paw, 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 possibilities. Paw, paw. I think her tongue is a little bit more forward. So, number one, her jaw's a little bit more closed. And number two, her tongue is just a bit more forward than me. See if you can hear that again. I'm going to say possibilities, and she's going to say possibilities. Paw, paw. Another vowel in that word is commonly different for people in different accents, and that's the second I. The second I, she says bullities, and I say bilities. So it's possi, possi, possibil, possibil. For me, those two are the same. I, bil, I, bil. But for her, it's going to sound like possibilities. 
bull, bullity, bullities, poss possibilities, bull, bull, bull. What's the difference there between i and u? It's something a little bit more fronted. It's, her tongue is a little more forward. Bill, bill, i, i. Feel your i, i. Possibil. My tongue touches my front teeth. Possibil, i, i, i. My jaw is pretty tight. I, i, i. Her tongue is a little bit farther back. Uh, uh, uh. I, uh, I, uh. Possibilities, possibilities. Bull, bull, bull. It's what we would call a schwa. If you've ever heard that name schwa, possible, bull, bull. Schwa is like the number one sound in English, right? And it's hard to tell where to put the schwa sound because it's spelled with letter A, letter E, letter I, letter O, letter U. Possibilities, ul, ul. I wouldn't say that. Possibil, possibilities. That's how I would say it. But again, we've had different influences, right? Everyone's going to know exactly what she's saying, but it's just a little bit different. So I want to take this moment to analyze how somebody speaks and show you what you can pick up if you just know what to listen for. Let's listen to the next sentence about dreams coming true. This is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true. Notice again the S and Z thing. We've got dreams versus dreams. And this is again, right? This is. Another thing we notice besides S's and Z's, right? Vowels are slightly different, just a little bit though. And it could be the jaw, it could be the lips, it could be the tongue. But also here's another thing we haven't talked about before. P and T and K. The explosion of air that comes out of your mouth, it can be a little more air, it can be a little less air, right? Depending, at least for me, where the sound falls in the word, if it's at the beginning or the middle or the end, what's directly after it. In this case, we have a, a P and an R, P, pr, pr, and we have a T and an R, tr, tr. What's the difference between a T and a D? It's the same thing. It's voicing that we talked about before. T, 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 d, d, d. Your tongue is the same. Your mouth is the same. You're just turning off and on the vocal folds down there. You're vibrating them or you're not. And you're vibrating them for a D. So if you put your hand in front of your mouth, t, t, d, d, you can feel that when you're vibrating, less air is going to come out, right? So there should be a difference there. So just kind of notice the P's and T's and D's at the beginning before an R in her sentence and me. I'm going to say them a couple times. Proof, proof. 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 We're pretty close in the amount of air that we do. Look at this one. Dreams dream big. 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 I have a little bit more air coming out of there. Dr, 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 dr. Also notice that D and R sometimes come together for me too, going j, j, like juice, dreams, dreams, dr, dr, dreams, dr, dr, dreams, right? We both do very similar things there. Dreams, dream big, 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 big. Look at the B in big. B, 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 b. The same thing. We've got p, p, b, b. What's the difference? Nothing in your mouth, just in your vocal folds. If you put your hand in front of your mouth, you can feel that there's more air when there's nothing else there. The other difference is this B has a vowel next, so I can get a little bit more air out of there. Big versus brown. You might feel a slight difference 
in the air that's released in the B, depending on if there is a vowel or a consonant next. So being really, really minute about these things, let's listen to p -p proof and b -b -b big. Proof, big, proof, big, proof, big. It's almost like she devoices it a little bit. Instead of b -b -b big, again, it's not that the voicing isn't there, it's just very small. So it's it's getting closer to the word pig, right? B -b -b big, p -p -p pig, big pig, big pig. But there's some mixing. So for me, voicing is either on or off. And for Michelle Yeoh, sometimes it's it's a little bit there. Last one, the T and the R together. T -t true, true. And again, just like j -j -j dreams is coming like a j -j -j juice, tr tr true is merging a little bit to become a ch, ch sound as in chocolate. True, true, true. Same for me too. True, true, true. It's becoming more like a ch sound these days, right? Notice how much air she's putting out there. True, true, true. Whether it's C-H or T-R, you're getting some air there. So notice the amount of air that you're putting out for different sounds. And our next line is going to talk about ladies and being past our prime and having other people tell us that. So listen to this first for content and see if you can notice anything we've already talked about. S's and Z's, vowels, voicing, and then I'm going to analyze it. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. Uh-huh. So we talked about final S's and Z's. We talked about some R's and we also talked about vowels. So what did you notice there? Let's listen again. Look at the S in ladies. Look at the O in don't. Look at where she says, tell you you are ever. And then we've got some give, give up. Never give up. This is very interesting. Listen again. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your pride. What did you notice there? Ladies, ladies, perhaps. Uh, don't, don't. Um, tell you, you are ever, you are ever. Here's something interesting. Past, I would say, eh, eh. My tongue is very far forward. Eh, eh, past. But she says, ah, ah. Past, a little bit more towards the middle. Her tongue is back farther than mine. Her R is barely there, right? Never give up, never erg, erg. I would blend those two words and say erg, erg, never give, never give, never give, never give. You can hear how that R isn't nearly as strong as mine would be. Never give up. Now, Michelle Yeoh is going to start thanking people. And we're going to listen to a couple of different lines. We're going to break them up. And let's see what you notice. Now that you know what to listen for, R's, no R's, S's versus Z's, how are the vowels? And what is it about the vowel? Is it my jaw? Is it my tongue? We haven't talked about lips much, but lips are also a component too. We talked about length. We also talked about vibrating the vocal folds. So let's listen to another line. She's talking about who she's thanking. I wouldn't be standing here tonight without the Daniels, without A24. Ooh, A24, A24. She really does pop that R there. A24, ruh, 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 ruh. Look at the word here. Standing here tonight, standing here tonight, standing here tonight. Here, here, here tonight, here tonight, here tonight. 
Not there so much, but number. 24, 24, 24. 24. That R was very much like my R. And 24. And that's an R after a vowel, what we call a vocalic R. So how do I do that? I want to make sure that my tongue sides are up and touching my molars. Er, er, 24. Ra, 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 24. Here, 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 try not to touch. For here, here is how I would say it, but she says here, 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 to, here tonight, here tonight, 24. For me, they're consistent. For me, they're the same, but for her, they're different because she's had so many different influences. She keeps thanking the rest of the cast and crew and anyone else who is involved. Without my amazing cast and crew, without everyone who was involved with everything everywhere all at once. We haven't talked about L's yet. And Ellen involved. Ol, ol. That's what we call a, a dark L. Ol, ol, ol. For example, in the very first line, she said, little. All the little. For me, the two L's in the word little are going to be different. The first L is la 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 la. And then the back of my tongue activates for the what we call dark L at the end. Oh, 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 l -l -l little, little. But for her, the the dark L is more similar to her regular L. Little, 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 little. Her dark L isn't quite the same as my dark L. And now we have the word here involve, involved. And that one is even more difficult because then we have a V. V as in victory after the L. L-V. And there's two Vs in that word. Involved. Involved. So my tongue is doing a thing, right? The back of my tongue is going to make my dark L. Ol, ol, ol. And then directly after that, I have to blend it with a V sound. So the bottom lip has to come and touch the teeth. V, v. Where's your tongue? Nowhere in sight there. So coordinating the tongue and the lips and the teeth at the same time, oh, oh, directly after another V, volved. And then a D right after that because that E is silent, involved. There's a whole lot of consonants in that word. So if it makes it easier for you to drop some of that or, or do it a little bit differently, that makes sense, right? So listen to how Michelle Yeoh says, involved. Involved, involved, involved. Involved. It's a little bit unvoiced. Involved, involved, involved. No one's going to pick up on that, right? Except people like us. Notice how the first V is voiced and the second V not so much. And you can almost really hear how that last D should be a d-d-d-d-d-d, should be voiced. When she links it with the W with with, right? Involved with, involved with, involved with. Right, involved with, involved with, involved with. You really don't hear that voicing at all. With, involved with, I would say involved with, right? So for me, that voicing is coming back up here. Oh, now she starts talking about her mom. Of course, in this movie, moms play a central role. I have to dedicate this to my mom. I have to. I have to. You think, well, everybody says that. Yes. We were just saying how the sound of v, v, v should be voiced. Well, we just said how v, 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 I voice my v's. But this particular verb, 
is letter V, but we've said it so much throughout the years that it's now becoming devoiced. V, take away the voicing. F, f, f. That's why you see when people do some texting or when they're chatting, they say have to with an F sometimes, right? I have to, I have to get gas. I, I have to talk to you right now. F, t, f, t. You're really joining an F that's devoiced. And then if you wanted to, you could say, I have, I have a million dollars. V, 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 I have a million dollars. So when we have that, have that, listen, I have that. When we have that phrase, have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. After so many years, we've, we've smashed it together. We've devoiced it. That's what I do too. Notice in the next sentence how she says, all, the, how I would say all, all, listen to her L and all, listen to her S and moms, see if that's S or Z, and then listen to her consonant blend in W-O-R-L-D, world. That's a tough one, like involved. See what happens there. And then listen to the S, the final S, in superheroes, in superheroes, and also here, will be here tonight. Listen to all these things in the next sentence. All the moms in the world, because they are really the superheroes. And without them, none of us will be here tonight. Now she's going to take this trophy home. She's 84, and I'm taking this home to her. Hmm. She's, she's versus she's, z, that S and Z, that final S. And she does have that R in 84. Previously, the number she gave was at the end of a phrase or a clause, right? So there was a comma there. It's more likely that she would drop her R, but she didn't. And in this case, she's got a vowel next. That also makes it less likely for her to drop that R. Even in many British accents, if you have a final R, but then you have a vowel next, right, you're going you're gonna to keep that R. And sometimes, even when there is no final R, they insert it. That's called an intrusive R. So listen to that again and listen to how she very much says this R in 84. Also, see if you can notice the vowel of home, right? There's that letter O again and how people say them differently. She's 84 and I'm taking this home to her. Home, 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 home to her. Almost, not quite, almost as the uh as an umbrella. Hum, 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 uh, uh, umbrella. Hum, 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 duration. I would say home, home. She's watching right now in Malaysia, KL, with my family and friends. Again, with the ah sound, I would say fam. Family or family. You can do it in two syllables or three. Family, family. But for me, the vowel is going to be the same. But she says... Family, family, family. Fam, fam. Her tongue is just a little bit back from me. Fam, 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 fam. Her jaw might be a little bit more closed up than mine. And that makes sense because we've got this ah sound in English, right? Like like hat, ah, ah, hat. And that ah is about as open and forward as you can get in American English. Ah, ah. What's the trouble, though? When we have a nasal sound next, we have three nasals, N, M, and NG. And when we have ah, then a nasal, and the air is trying to go up in my nose after that with my jaw super open, of course my jaw is going to close up a little bit. So it might sound sometimes like fem, family, like feminine, eh, eh, as in head or bed. Why? I'm trying to be open, eh, 
a hat. But when I stick an M on there, hat versus ham, hat versus ham, you can see how that's going to change it a little bit. So it totally makes sense. Family and friends and friends and friends. Friends, I would say friends, z, friends, friends. Also more difficult to do at the end of a phrase. Like we said, there's a comma, there's a period. I'm, I'm more likely to do things like de-voicing, dropping an R, something like that. I love you guys, guys, guys. Guys, 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 guys. We say those differently. Guys versus guys. She's going to bring this home to Hong Kong. Let's see how she does those. I'm bringing this home to you and also to my extended family in Hong Kong, where I started my career. I would say started. Da -da -da. Started. We've got an R, we've got a T in there. Started. 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 Where I started my career. Started my, started my. Started. 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 See how that R isn't as present? Now she thanks us again. Thank you for letting me stand on your shoulders, giving me a leg up so that I can be here today. That's interesting because we just said fam, fam, fam family, fam, fam. And then stand, though, was very similar to what I would say. Me stand on your stand on, stand on. Stand, 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 stand. Same thing. The tongue is a little bit farther back. Giving me a leg up, so leg up, leg up. And often, given these patterns, right, you might think that she would say lek, lek up. Leg cup, right? With the de-voicing. But leg up, g-g-g-g-up, leg up. Like when you say giddy up to a horse. Leg up, leg up. That's very clearly voiced to me. Leg up so that I can be here today. And that R is here, here today. Whereas previously in the same speech, she said here, 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 here today, here today. However, in the next phrase, she doesn't say like me. I would say God, d d d d d ch I would be voicing it. I might not be releasing that D, but I'm voicing it. God, children, right? I'm voicing the G. I'm voicing the D. I've got voicing. I can feel the vibration. God, children. And to my God, children, God, children, God, children. But she takes that letter D and D voices it. So it sounds like God, children. Have you got children, for example? I'm doing a glottal stop here, but it's, it's just unvoiced. Got children, got children, got children. Da, 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 got children. Notice how she says the syllable stress. She says... Got children, got children, got children. Da, da, got children, da, da, da. It's almost like she's stressing each of the three syllables. Da, da, da. And I would do regular primary stress on God. And then I would do secondary stress on chill, take a step down, and then go down all the way to run. God children, God children. But she says, God children, God children, God children. Hear the difference? God children, God children, God children. God children, God children. Da, 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 da. Like I'm walking down the steps of a stairway. Da, 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 da. I have primary stress, I have secondary stress, and then I have no stress. One, two, three. But she says, one, 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 more or less. God children, almost, right? Not quite the same. And she's thanking her family here. To my sisters, um, all of them, to my brothers. 
Notice also the S's on sisters and brothers. I would say sisters and brothers. And now back to God, but not God children, just to God. Oh, God, to my family. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the Academy. We've got the word family again. We've got God again. And then we've got that ah sound again. But interestingly, she goes as far as I do. Aca academy. Academy. This is history in the making. <laughs> and this is history, for sure, in the making. And thank you, Michelle, for putting in all that hard work for 40 years in the industry and now finally, finally getting what you deserve an Oscar. Thank you so much for all your hard work. Thank you for breaking the glass ceiling. Thank you for being, thank you for being true to who you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this very special episode where I'm analyzing Michelle Yeoh's idiolect. And we'll do more like this in the future.